Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello, ladies, and welcome to this podcast episode. Oh, I have woken up today feeling so much better than what I have done over the past few days. I have recently entered into my third trimester of pregnancy and I'm not going to lie, it kind of hit me like a bus uh, and I've been feeling super tired. Um, we've had lots of things going on at the home as well. We've um, had family coming to visit It was my husband's 30th birthday, so we were celebrating that. So we've had lots of things going on. And yeah, all of a sudden, I just felt completely exhausted. But today, I woke up feeling so, so much better having got an early night last night. And yeah, I'm excited to create this episode for you because it's a topic that is something actually that I... probably got into a couple of years into discovering the coaching world. So it wasn't something I was introduced to straight away, but it has since become a big part of the work that I do with my clients. It's also something that we've incorporated into our coach training program. And that is the work centered around connecting with your inner child. Okay, so you may have heard of inner child work before, and it can really be um, dived into in a number of different ways. And I actually want to, as part of this episode today, I actually want to take you through a bit of a process, a bit of an exercise to help you reconnect and heal your inner child. So it's a really good idea if you want to kind of go through this exercise to have a notebook to hand, a pen, a paper, just so you can write down some of these exploratory questions that I'm going to share with you on this episode. But let's just start with a little bit of an introduction to inner child work and really what it's all about and why we'd actually need it as a tool for basically feeling better, connecting with our higher power and really manifesting all of the things that we want in life. Now, sometimes when people think of inner child work, they think of it as something that is used to perhaps heal a past trauma, something quite dramatic that's happened in childhood. And it can indeed be used in that way. Um, I would always say, and this is something that we always advise our Um, our students on in our coach training, that you have to be very mindful when you're dealing with people that have experienced something like that. Um, There's a very clear set of rules defined by the International Coach Federation about what coaching is and what coaching isn't, and the duty to refer people to therapy or professional medical support when perhaps that is more appropriate. And it's not to say that tools such as inner child work can't be used alongside traditional methods of therapy, psychotherapy, medication. But um, yeah, there's definitely a duty to refer there. So I just wanted to give a bit of a, a full sort of disclaimer there about, you know, the the situations in when you would use this. But um, I actually want to 
kind of really go into how our inner child can be used for really helping you figure out or connect with a connect with something that you feel like you was missing from your childhood or heal from some sort of emotional wound that you experienced. I don't really want to kind of go into too much for this episode about how inner childhood can be used, inner child work can be used for sort of quite dramatic traumas. Um, It can be, but it's also not just limited to that as well. So a good example of this is if you were kind of diving into work around self-love and worthiness. And perhaps as an adult, it's wanting to connect with those feelings of being worthy to receive success or worthy to receive money or worthy to receive to receive love. And maybe the kind of through that process, you're looking to manifest more in terms of your finances, your su- success, relationships, and using inner child as a way to, to kind of help you with that. When we're talking about this work, what we're really looking at is looking at what did I lack as a child? What did I perhaps not get enough of as a child? So maybe that was love, praise, attention, affection. Maybe it was something you got too much of, criticism, judgment, um, you know, that feeling of abandonment. So what we're doing here through this process of inner child work is looking at what did I lack? What did I perhaps have too much of? And how can I go back into that memory and really heal? heal from it. So that's kind of the part of inner child work that I want to focus on for the purpose of this episode. So let's just kind of talk a little bit about why kind of going back into our childhood can sometimes be so beneficial. And I want to just kind of make a distinction here between what this work is and the contrast with actual sort of, you know, the traditional word of coaching. Because often when our students join us in the click um, the, our certification program, the Click Academy, they um, they kind of put everything under one sort of category, okay? Everything kind of falls under the category of coaching. But something like inner child work strictly wouldn't necessarily be called coaching under sort of the, the traditional definition because coaching is very much forward thinking. It's very much about looking at where you are now and where you want to be moving forwards and much more of this sort of linear approach of what do I need to do to get to where I want to be. So it's kind of looking at, okay, well, what blocks am I experiencing right now? And what can I do to sort of change that to to move myself forwards? Inner child work is a little bit different because what we're doing is we're actually looking into the past. We're going back into our childhood. So it's kind of much more similar to something like psychotherapy, which is much more about exploring the past. But this is where, from my experience, combining different modalities can be so incredibly powerful. And it's one of the reasons why when I developed our coach training program, I knew that I wanted to incorporate traditional coaching with some of these other ways of supporting your clients, for example, in a child work where we are looking at, at our pasts. Because from my experience, that's where, you know, I've had huge breakthroughs myself. I've seen huge breakthroughs with my clients. So they definitely don't need to be, it doesn't need to be this very black and white thing. Either you're only coaching in one way or only coaching in another way. You can very much incorporate these different um, styles and modalities into your work. So in a child work, then we're going back into our childhood and we know, well, I'm sure many of you are aware of how important those early years of our lives are on 
our lives as adults, okay? Most of our beliefs are actually formed in those early childhood phases. So between the ages of naught and seven, where we are like sponges and we just basically are soaking up everything around us, okay? Both the good and the bad, you know? And this is our way of learning about the world. It's a way of kind of learning how to act, learning, you know, what's right and wrong, But often we just basically absorb these experiences or what we hear without really judging them because we're a child, right? We don't know whether something's right or wrong. We just take whatever we see as gospel. So let's say a parent says something or a teacher says something. We adopt that as our truth, okay? That becomes a part of our belief system, what we experience, what we see our parents doing and how we see them living our lives, again, becomes a part of our belief system. And because children are so egocentric, what they experience, they often take to mean something about them. Okay, so if something happens, if a parent does something, let's say, you know, a parent leaves, a parent, you know, disappears, a child doesn't look at that with, you know, a logical adult brain and say, well, this is why they left. A child being that egocentric mind just assumes that, okay, well, it means that I've done something wrong. You know, I am not worthy of love, perhaps, you know, or, you know, it's that feeling of abandonment. So often, even the smallest of things that happen to us as children, you know, the small throwaway comments that perhaps a parent says without even thinking, can actually have this huge ripple effect into a child's life. Because what tends to happen is once that seed is planted, any other kind of experience that supports that initial phrase or experience helps to embed the indi- this, this belief into a child's mind, okay? And so then when we get to an adult life and we're thinking, well, why can't I manifest, you know, more success in my life? And, you know, we start really digging into it. We realize that a lot of this stems from early childhood. Okay. And so this is why a lot of belief work centers around your beliefs as a child. You know, when did that belief initially form? You know, a lot of the belief work that we train our students in involves kind of exploring these early childhood beliefs and really getting to the root cause of that belief. Like, when did that initially happen? Because if you can pluck out a belief at the root, you can then kind of really remove it for good. Okay, so inner child work can kind of work in the same way in that we're kind of tapping back into these early childhood years and figuring out what happened there, what did I have that I didn't necessarily need at the time, that didn't serve me, and what did I perhaps lack? One term that often gets associated with inner child work is reparenting your inner child, because that's ultimately what you're doing. You're kind of connecting with this younger version of you and giving her what she needed at the time that she perhaps didn't get. Okay, so getting that praise, getting that approval, um, or maybe actually not giving her something that she received at the time. So maybe it was somebody that was overly critical, a parent that was overly critical. How can you go back to that scenario and create an environment where you're reparenting your inner child without all of that criticism? Okay, so a good kind of example of this is when somebody shows up in their adult life in that perfectionism mindset. Okay, and again, this is a really good example of inner child work does not always need to be referring to some sort of severe 
um, you know, abuse or neglect, it can often show up in much, much subtler ways. So perfectionism and that striving to just kind of be the best all the time and, you know, never feeling content with what you've done, that's definitely something I've experienced as an adult where, you know, I've kind of constantly felt no matter how much I do and what I achieve, I've got to be doing more. You know, it's still not good enough. It could still be better. I could still have, you know, done more. And definitely from my experience of, of utilizing inner child work, I realized that a big part of this was having that, you know, that parental figures in my life where they kind of always expected more more from me you know what I did was kind of never enough and you know this is the thing we kind of look at this and we don't want to look at it with you know that blame mentality of my parents caused me this emotional pain in my adult life because often they didn't know better either and often what their you know actions are or words are are a product of their belief system and so it kind of gets into this sort of vicious cycle where you know parents are parenting their children and they're they're not aware of this work, okay? And I think for me, knowing about this now has really changed how I now choose to parent my children because I know how important it is, like what I say to them, you know, how I interact with them, like how I'm showing up in front of them, I know is going to have a huge impact on them, not just now, but many, many years later down the line, okay? So, yeah, for me, this whole sort of perfectionism mindset, a lot of it went back to sort of, you know, this this sort of this sort of relationship with my parents where they wanted the best for me and they kind of wanted to push me to kind of do better and try harder and kind of almost that tough love attitude where, you know, it was a very quite difficult to actually get praise for for the things that I did because they wanted me to kind of continuously, you know, be better and and you know, reach my fullest potential. Now, for this exercise then that I want to just take you through, it's a good idea to have something specific in mind that you would like to work on. So think about something that's perhaps showing up in your adult life at the moment that you would really like to give some attention to. So maybe it's feelings of unworthiness, maybe it's feeling guilty for wanting more, maybe it's that perfectionism mindset of, you know, whatever I do, just never good enough and I've got to be perfect, otherwise what's the point in trying? You know, maybe that it's that imposter syndrome, that feeling of, you know, who am I to do this? Whatever it is, have something specific in mind, because I think it always really helps if you've got kind of a specific area that you're working on. And so you can kind of see more of a, a tangible result with this work. And there are so many different tools and exercises that um, really form a part of this inner child work. So I want to just start with something really, really simple. Um, And this is something, again, like if you've got a pen or a notepad, I would definitely have it to hand because I'm going to go through some questions. But this is actually a written exercise that you can do um, in your own time. Now, these are basically, these, these form a series of different questions. And what you're going to be doing is thinking about what you're experiencing right now, okay? I want to have you to have that in the forefront of your mind. So again, like whatever it is that you've selected to kind of work on. So let's just say it's perfectionism. When you go into these questions that I'm going to share with you in a second, I want you to do so with this sort of theme in mind, okay? I want you to think back to your childhood and think back to 
what you heard, what you saw, what you experienced that perhaps relates to this perfectionism mindset, okay? So I always like as well, I find what can be really useful for this exercise and for any sort of inner child work is to have a photo of yourself in front of you. Because what you're going to do is you're going to imagine yourself actually connecting with this younger version of you. And ideally, we're looking at a photo from between the ages of naught and seven. Okay. And I just think that helps for you to really kind of identify and connect with that younger version of you in the moment and really kind of think about what did she need back then? What did I need at that point in my life? And that's essentially what we're going to do. We're going to go back and we're going to imagine that we're kind of the parent of this this younger version of us. And we're going to go back and think about, you know, what did she need to hear? What did you, you know, what did she lack at the time that you'd perhaps like to give her now? Now, ideally with this exercise, you're going to find somewhere quiet, that you're not going to be disturbed, have the photo to hand and have your pen and paper to hand. And before you do this, just kind of take a few minutes to sort of look at the photo and think about your childhood. Try and really kind of reconnect with that younger version of you. Kind of try and conjure up some memories of yourself around that age. Okay, and what we're going to do is we're basically going to write out a letter to your younger self. Okay, so you could write it as a letter would start, you know, your dear, you know, dear Danny or dear whatever your name is. And what we're going to then start doing is just writing out things that we feel that our younger self needed to hear. And remember to keep in mind the topic of what you're wanting to work on. Okay, so try and bring it back to the theme, you know, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, not feeling loved. Um, And you can basically write in a stream of consciousness. I'm going to go through some questions, but I think it's a good idea, like having sort of, you know, journaling exercises or questions can be a great way to sort of direct your thoughts. But we should never just blindly follow along with coaching exercises or questions at the cost of our own intuition. Because your higher self, if you allow her, will actually know what to say in that moment. She will know the the words that you kind of need to be writing down on that piece of paper. So I would always suggest for the first couple of minutes, just write in a stream of consciousness. Whatever words come up or thoughts or feelings, and they don't need to make perfect sense. It could just be random words, you know? It could just be sentences that perhaps aren't necessarily completely grammatically correct. The idea is, is that you're just getting things out onto the paper at this stage. Okay. And then if you do need a little bit of guidance, there's also some questions that you can use as well. So I just want to share these with you. So again, if you've got a pen and paper, you you can use that to, to write these down. So I want you to think about what would you like to tell that younger version of you? Okay. If you could say anything to that younger version of you right now, what would that be? How can you show that younger version of you that she is loved? Okay, how can you show that younger version of you that she is loved? What do you love about that younger version of you? Okay, I love this question. This is a really powerful one for making you realize all of the reasons why you are amazing. And actually for your younger 
you know, inner child for you to get the praise and attention that you perhaps maybe didn't receive as much as you would have liked to have done as a child, okay? How can you, um, you know, give the person, that younger version of you, all of that praise? What makes her so amazing? Okay, tell her, like, all of the things that are so amazing about her. What is possible for her future? Getting her to really think about what she's capable of. Getting her to realise that anything is available to her. You know, if you were that parent, if this was your child, what would you like to say to them? What is, um, what is possible for her future and who else cares and loves her? Okay, letting her know that she's loved, that she's wanted, that she's adored. And what lessons would you like to teach her? Okay, if you could teach her anything right now, what would that be? What would you like her to know about herself or about the world around her? What would you like her to believe? Okay, what would you, you know, love to teach this younger version of you that she perhaps wasn't taught back then that you know could be so powerful now for her future? Okay, so the idea is, is that you go through this process writing these, these things down. And by the end of it, you'll have this sort of letter to this younger version of yourself. And I always find it's a really good idea to then read it back to, to your inner child, looking at the photo, reading that letter out loud, telling that younger version of you the things that she perhaps needed to hear at the time that she didn't, giving her the love and praise and affection that she perhaps didn't receive at the time. Or, you know, teaching her a lesson about something, you know, teaching her about who she is or, you know, the world around her or her potential. What is it that she needs to hear? You know, reading that, that letter back to her, okay? And just imagining that inner child right there in front of you, that younger version of you, just absorbing all of that, okay? Absorbing all of the love and the care that you're passing on to her, okay? And this is something that you can then read back you know, go through that process again of reading back that letter to your inner child as often as you need to. So this is great because it's just, it's a super, super simple inner child exercise. And again, it just starts to get us really thinking about, you know, who I am right now. Like, that is not my fault. <laughs> I am a product of, you know, things that I experienced as a child, things that I was told, you know, things that I was given or not perhaps given. And equally, my parents aren't to blame either. There's nobody to blame here. It's just that most people don't have this knowledge of how even the smallest throwaway comment can have that ripple effect on somebody's life. Okay, and what we're really doing is just reminding ourselves, our, our younger version of ourselves, of all that we're capable of, of how much we are loved, of how amazing we are. Okay, reparenting our inner child so that as adults, we can thrive within our futures. Okay, so give this a go and I would love to hear your thoughts and experiences of this. Um, again, a super, super simple exercise. Um, I mean, there's so many different 
ways of incorporating inner child work into you know the work that you do with yourself or the work you do with your clients but this is definitely one of my favorites just because it is so so simple um, and it's something you can kind of weave into your your daily mindset routine so yes if you give this a go let me know your experiences with this come and say hello over on instagram danny underscore watson underscore coaching i would love 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 to connect with you there have a wonderful wonderful week ladies and i will speak with you again very soon if you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business make sure to check out freedom abundance and impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches to access simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu Thank you.